Morning, folks. Welcome to Wednesday Evenings Builders Problem Solved. I think it's about our third episode for the year. Um, uh, and I'd already done the intro and, and started to tell you what we're going to do tonight, uh, only <laughs> to realise I hadn't pressed the go live button, which is kind of important. Otherwise, I'd just end up talking to myself. And uh, that's not a good idea. But anyhow, um, welcome to Builders Problem Solved for January, 30th of January 2019. Over the last few weeks, um, last two weeks, in fact, we've been talking about the process of uh, the, the steps necessary that you need to implement into your building business if you want to charge for quotes or if you want to be paid for quotes. Uh, and I'm not sure why you wouldn't want to be because it seems uh, crazy not to be. In fact, I just got back from Sydney a day or so ago where we filmed 52 uh, promotional videos um, in two days which was challenging in and of itself. But the reason I bring it up is in one of the videos, we just simply talked about the cost, the, the basic cost of doing free quotes, quotes for free. And the director who was sort of helping me put together the, the content for each video and, and how it should flow and how we should introduce it and so forth, what we should offer at the end of it as far as a, a tool or a, a download to, to, to help implement what was taught in the video. He, he basically asked me, you know, what, what does it cost? Or, or sorry, how, how, how many hours would go into the average quote, say for a full house? Uh, and it was a really difficult question to answer because I get different answers from different builders. But it's, it, I, I think it's, it's perhaps conservative to say that it might be somewhere around the 15 or 16 hours to gather all of the information and put all of the pricing together, gather all of the sub-prices from the sub-trades and work it all out and put it together. For, for a, you know, a reasonably sized home, we, we figured that that would be a conservative estimate. Now, the cost of or the, the, the dollar per hour figure you might want to put to that I said, well, you know, 65 bucks an hour, I think, would be at the low end for someone who is skilled enough and knowledgeable enough to be able to put this together. Like there's a, there's a fair degree of knowledge and intellectual property, not to mention the time that needs to go into this. So I, I figured that 65 bucks an hour was, um, that was way down the low end and, and, if you're listening to this, you should not be charging that sort of money for your intellectual property uh, and and your time and your knowledge and your skill to go into something as important as an accurate and professionally put together proposal or quote. It should be significantly more, but just for the purpose of the exercise, we said 65 bucks, 16 hours. It worked out to, I think, $10,040. But here's the thing. The director, Ken, uh, that was directing me with all of these videos, basically said, what is happening here when 
a prospect asks a builder to do a quote for their home for free is they're asking the builder, and again, this is the conservative figures, they're asking the builder to hand them over $1,000. I just said 1040 but call it $1,000 for the prospect to consider that builder. Think about it. That's exactly what is happening because when he said it to me, I thought, Man, that is amazing. That We've got to start to talk about this in this way because if, if the, the customer or prospect comes to you and said, here's my plans or whatever they do and, and you've, you've got to go to your subbies and into your computer system and put all of this together, they're asking you to give them their time or your time and your intellectual property your skill and your knowledge and your experience. And if you were only charging 65 bucks an hour for that, which is ludicrous, basically they are saying, give me $1,000 of your money and I might give you the job. So I want you to start to think about that. Anyhow, we're not kind of talking about that today. I want to answer a bunch of questions that have been building up since um, earlier this year because the last couple of episodes we we talked about the steps leading up to uh, meeting your client for the first time and then the choreographed meeting when you meet your prospect for the first time. So if that is of interest to you, you want to learn about that and learn the process and steps that you need to implement into your business to be able to comfortably um, uh, be paid for your quotes, I would go back to last week and the week before's episode and revisit that. And if you've got any questions about it, you know where to find us. So uh, my questions, here we go. First question is... A pretty straightforward question. It says, what is the PSR? That's the shortened version of that question that person went on to say, I've heard you talk about it before and he has no idea what it is, but I seem to jump up and down about it and get very passionate about it. So he wanted to know what it is. The PSR stands for Personal Success Ritual. Um, a couple of key words in that, I think, are ritual and personal. So when you're putting together a, a PSR, a personal success ritual, the key to it is that it is a ritual. Um, I noticed Emma's watching. She knows what I'm talking about. We had a conversation yesterday and she got back into it today and we had a, a chat to, this evening and she said she had an absolutely great day. And this is the funny thing about this personal success ritual. I could put you in front of pretty much any Builders Business Black Belt member and you could ask them how good is the personal success ritual and they'll all go, it is awesome, it is fantastic. Uh, and they've all probably had an experience where they, they just know that when they do it, they have a fantastic day. Uh, and when they do it for a week in a row, it's generally a much better week. And when you do it for a month in a row, it's month, normally a much more productive and effective month. And then... Sometimes they stop doing it. We all do that. You know, we find out what works and then we stop, stop doing it. So, it, you know, it takes that bit of discipline to get back into it again. And um, 
I mean, that that's part of why we exist, Builders Business Black Belt, is to create accountability and to check in with our members and give them support and, uh, you know, give them some encouragement to keep doing this, maybe a kick in the butt when necessary. Uh, and, and it's just really, I, I think it's essential if you want to be successful at anything is to have somebody who you can be accountable to, some sort of uh, coach, mentor or support mechanism uh, you know, and I think a group like our Builders Business Black Belt is so important to be involved in a, in a group. I belong to a group, um, and I have belonged to groups and had coaches uh, for twenty odd years. And I get to the point sometimes where I go, "Yeah, I think I've got this. I don't need to be coached anymore." And every single time, I am very, very wrong. And I, I'm now at the stage where I think I just need to belong to a group that's going to hold my feet to the fire and constantly be putting in front of the latest cutting-edge ideas, technology, processes, skills, whatever it might be. And if you're serious about building a building business and genuinely getting financial and time freedom, I think you need to do the same thing. And this PSR is. An, an essential part of what I think everybody needs to be doing on a daily basis. So it's a ritual. It needs to happen every day. And the, the other part of it is personal. It is, it is personal for you. So we have a very specific personal success ritual in Builders Business Black Belt. It has four parts. Uh, and the last part has five parts. So it's, you know, it's very specific. It's been engineered over many, many years to give people the best possible outcome as quickly as possible. Currently, um, the way we do it now might take somewhere between 12 to 15 minutes for, for the average builder's business black belt member. Uh, if you if you shorten step one, which is uh, watching a video or something to get you into some form of motivated state, you can you can uh, reduce it a little bit, but fundamentally, it's about as short as I can possibly get it at the moment uh, with our current knowledge. But even if it took fifteen minutes every morning, um, it's it's one of the best investments of time to get a return. I think you can you can have. And in fact, you know, Emma may want to chime in with a comment here. Because this afternoon when I was talking to her, she said, yeah, today was, was really great. I was really surprised at how, how energetic I was and how much I got done in such a short time. And I went to the beach with the kids and for the afternoon, <laughs> which is fantastic. I mean, don't think that you'd start to do these sorts of things so you can get twice as much done or four times as much done. Of course, you can do that. But I, I'm not sure why you started your business, you know. Did you start your business so you could just keep working as hard as you could and get learn how to be more effective and get more and more and more and more and more done? And and some people love that and all the power to them. I'm not one of those people. Uh, maybe Emma's not either. So uh, I notice there's, there's a bunch of people watching. Uh, we've got Hugh, we've got Steve, Emma, as I said, Wayno, but there's a bunch more uh, that I don't know who. You are until you make a comment. So, so please make a comment. Say g'day. If you've got a question, please ask it and uh, I will add it to the list and uh, 
see if I can get to it as we go. So that's what the PSR is. It's a personal success ritual. I uh, hope that answers your question. How? Uh, <laughs> okay, we're back to charging for quotes again. How can I charge for quotes if I'm in a small town and no one charges? So I didn't have this conversation. I think Julie had this conversation with somebody, but they asked this question. Uh, and they basically said they'll just go to them, meaning that they'll just go to um, the other guys who charge for quotes. Emma has chimed in with a comment. She says, uh, definitely, I felt no guilt being at the beach either. Excellent, because I knew I'd done what I intended to do that day already. That's absolutely spot on. Uh, and and I've, I've experienced this over the years where we have taught our, you know, a member how to become more effective with a prioritised daily action list and a personal success ritual and so forth. And um, after some months of doing that, I'm having a conversation with them and we're having a coaching session about how to get over the guilt because um, they just feel guilty. Uh, and, and it's great that Emma didn't, but the, it's, it's not that difficult to get what you normally get done in a whole day in a half a day. That's not that difficult to do if you've got a quality personal success ritual, which includes a quality prioritised daily action list. It's not that difficult to do, folks. But when you do it, because you've, you're so used to have, to, to have been working those hours um, and so used to only getting that much done in those hours, when you learn how to get it done in half the time, you feel guilty. But how crazy is that, that you feel guilty for getting what you wanted to get done, done, and then be able to reward yourself with some freedom and go and go to the beach or go and have a, a hit of golf or whatever it does that, that rewards you, makes you feel good for the effort that you've put in. It's a great thing. But anyhow, let me answer this question. How do I charge for quotes if I'm in a small town and no one, charge, no one else charges for quotes and if I do, they'll just go to them? Uh, Hugh says, I feel guilty each time I miss my PSR. I missed it this morning. So I'm assuming you feel guilty. There is a remedy for that, Hugh. Uh, and if you've got a pen, I will, um, I'll let you know and you can write it down. Uh, are, you, are you ready? Here it is. Don't miss it. Guarantee you if you don't miss it, you won't miss it. Words to live by. Aren't you glad you tuned into this podcast? So let's get back to this um, free quote thing. I, I really would, would, and I hope this guy gets to see this because I believe this chap has a tremendous opportunity. If you are in a small town, in a, in a small place uh, geographically, um, Wayno says he feels guilty at payday for paying yourself or, or paying your guys. You feel guilty paying your guys. They just haven't done the right job and you're just giving them money for nothing. I'm not sure what you mean. So this guy, if, if you're in a small town and there's other builders and they're all going, no, you can't charge for quotes, no one will pay and all that sort of stuff, that is the most brilliant opportunity for you to position yourself as uh, a leader in this space. It would be so good to stand out 
amongst everybody else and implement what we've been talking about in the last two episodes of Builders Problem Solved, it would transform your business. You've just got to grow a pair, right? And you've got to have the discipline to implement what we've taught you and, and, and uh, given you the resources to be able to do after the, over the last two episodes of Builders Problem Solved. And if you've got any more questions or need any more resources to help you to do it, you know where to find us. We're not hard to find. You just need to reach out and ask and we will help you do it. But what a tremendous opportunity. What's difficult if you is if you've got other builders around you that are, are charging for quotes and then you need to charge for quotes, you can't stand out. Um, Lizzy, if she's watching, uh, that's Wayno's um, other half. We're having a conversation in the car today um, and they basically asked, you know, what do you say when, when someone finds out? Because they're in a kind of a small area. Uh, and, and the word gets around that you charge for quotes and they call up and say, hey, do you charge for quotes and do I have to pay for that? And I said, the answer is, when someone says that, absolutely we charge for quotes and our customers absolutely love it. And they love it because we explain the process clearly and after we explain the process clearly, they get it and they the feedback that we've been getting from our clients is, thank God you showed me this approach instead of allowing me con to continue down the three free quotes scenario. That's the feedback you get from customers of our builders in Builders Business Black Belt who implement the proper qualification process that ends with asking for the business by saying, do you want to go ahead and invest in getting a professional proposal put together? So don't be scared when someone says, hey, do you charge for quotes? Get excited and say, man alive, do we ever? And it's the best thing that we've ever done. And that's the feedback from our clients. When they understood the process and they understood all of the pitfalls of, of gathering and making decisions based on free quotes, they all prefer it. And that is the genuine feedback our Builders Business Black Belt members get regularly. So to uh, our man listening, I don't know his name, but the man who said that uh, he can't charge for quotes because he's in a small town with a bunch, I think it was about a dozen other builders, so it can't be that small. Uh, and none of them charge for quotes, so he can't either. Bad decision. Big opportunity. Take it. Go watch the last two episodes. Reach out for some help. Start charging for quotes. Start to stand out. Start to attract a better quality of client who's prepared to pay a premium because of the service and the, the systems and the processes that you deliver, uh, starting with a better process. Uh, to gather information and work as a team to put a uh, proposal together where there are no surprises and no disappointments and no frustration. So hope that answers the question. Um, another one that's kind of related to the PSR but not specifically. This question is, uh, I've tried planning at the start of the day but struggle to stick to it. Some days I get none of it done. <laughs> Um, 
how did you go today, Hugh? If you missed your PSR, you obviously didn't have a uh, a list, a prioritised daily action list. So um, you probably get in, didn't get it done if you didn't have one. I mean, I suppose you can you can say to yourself, well, I I, I can't fail if I haven't got a list to stick to. But uh, you will get much more uh, effectiveness and uh, feel a lot better at the end of the day when you do have a well-thought-out, high-quality, prioritised daily action list. So let me see if I can answer this question. Um, Struggle to stick to it and sometimes get none of it done. So that's really the issue is is why... um, can't I stick to the list? Well, I think that the, the, the list itself and the quality of the list in the first place has a fair bit to do with this. So, um, and, and, and another, I'll just add a little bit to this question because some people feel that, you know, that they've got to remain flexible. You know, they can't have a list uh, or oh, there's no point having a list because, you know, I've got to be flexible uh, and, and be able to handle the circumstances I find myself in each day. And I've just never heard a l- more crap in all my life. Um, if, if you need to, to be flexible and be able to deal with whatever comes down the pike at any given moment, you are the person who needs a plan at the start more than anyone. Um, and the, the, the reason for that, and I might just, for those watching, switch over to, there's a little drawing thing behind me, so you won't be able to see that, obviously, if you're just listening to the, uh, the audio podcast, but you can certainly jump into Builders in a Circle and, and watch the video if you want to see my amazing drawings. Um, what did Hugh say? Hugh said, certainly didn't achieve everything I could have, but what I didn't achieve today has made my list for tomorrow. If you achieved it today, it wouldn't make the list for tomorrow. You'd get the opportunity for a brand new list tomorrow, a more exciting thing. So make sure you do your PSR tomorrow, Hugh. Right? Agreed. Excellent. So um, the key with this is, and I'm just making some squiggly lines here, just assume that that is a list of things to do um, on, on your prioritised daily action list. And then there's a couple down the bottom and there is this big gap in between. So the, the top list, I think, when you're writing a list down, needs to be the, the work list or the professional list. This is the stuff that you're doing at work. And the stuff at the bottom where you start at the bottom of the page and go up, and that is personal. And I think it's essential for every list that you build at the start of the day to have both work and personal in the list because it stops you from just becoming a workaholic. You need to do some things every day to look after yourself, to give yourself a reward, to give yourself some rejuvenation, um, some rest, some relaxation, whatever it might be. But you need to get some sort of balance in your day and not just work like crazy because work is a marathon. I don't know where Emma's other half is. Um, Adrian, because he runs those things, and he would agree with me that that you can't win a marathon by sprinting, and you can't win a marathon by keeping um, 
a, a, a really fast pace up. You've, you've got to get into the groove, but a real key to winning the marathon is preparation and the proper hydration and nutrition along the way. And that's kind of what you need to do here with this list. You need to be able to give yourself the, 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 the list itself is the preparation, but the proper nutrition and hydration is the balance between the personal and work. Um, so you need to be doing things that give you joy and pleasure. And, and after a while, you'll be able to figure out how to do that with all of the, uh, the work activities as well. You'll be able to figure out how to do them so they're a lot of fun and you really, really enjoy them. But anyhow, um, the, the, I think that the, the, the key to the, or the answer to this question as, as to why you, you find it difficult to stick to is the, um, the activities, the actions that you've got on your to-do list probably aren't directly connected to any goals that you may have. And the key to goal setting is being able to find goals that um, really tap into your imagination and passion. Goals aren't just things I quote unquote have to do. Goals are things that I want to do. And it's not because I want to do them because I'll make money out of it. It's because I want to do them because the accomplishment or the achievement of it gives me fulfillment. So the activities, the, at least the lion's share of actions in your daily action list need to be directly connected to your goals. And by doing a proper personal success ritual, at least the one that we give our Black Belt members, um, there is a goal-setting component before you build your daily action list that ensures that the, the things that are on your action list capture your attention. And when the things that are on your action list are stuff that you're really passionate about, I mean, how hard is it to get distracted from it? It's really hard. And you'll start to say no to other things when your list is made up of things that you want to do because they're going to move you closer and closer to a goal that you're really passionate about rather than just a list of stuff, all right? Uh, I think it was best said by Stephen Covey. He said, most people prioritise, um, sorry, m most, most people create a list out, out of their, their um, priority. So, so they, they list their, their priorities. but what you really need to do is prioritise what you want to get done rather than just having a list of stuff that you're not really emotionally engaged with and then try and put them in order of priority. What you need to do is find out what your priorities are and build a list out of those. Then you'll be attracted to, those, to that list. Now, why I put that square in between the work and the personal is that things will happen. I get that. You create your list at the start of the day and then things happen. Somebody will ring you up and a, or a customer will call or one of your guys on site will call and what have you. And what you need to do 
is create, a, I'm just drawing here, a set of scales. They're not the best looking scales in the world, <laughs> but nevertheless, you'll get the point. And you need to have a list because when somebody asks you to do something, makes a request, you've got to pop that on one side of the mental scales. And then you've got to look at your list and let's say you've done that one, which is the most important one, and this one, which is the, most, uh, the second most important one. But this one here is the third most important one, this one here. And you've got to pop, pop that on the other side of your mental scales. And what you do is you ask this question, what will happen if I don't do this today? About the, the thing that's already on your list and the thing that is the most recent request. You ask that same question of both of those activities individually and the one that ends up having the highest consequences if I didn't do it today is the one that you do next. So you will put a request in here, in the, in the bit in between your lists, and you will weigh it up against the most important thing on your list. And that's called prioritizing on the hop. And like any skill, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. And the better you get at it, the more it will serve you and the more confidence it gives you. And you, so, so stuff happens all of the time, whether you've got a list or whether you haven't got a list. But if you have got a list and it's a proper prioritized daily action list, and I haven't showed you how to do that here, but I've given you some parts of it. If you've got a proper prioritized daily action list and stuff is getting requested of you, and you learn how to prioritize on the hop, you won't get flustered. You won't get overwhelmed. You won't get stressed out because you go, I know I can't do everything. I can't do everything in a day. I already had my day full up of really important things, and now I've got this other request. So I know I can't do everything. So you've got to come to that realization to make this work first. Then you have massive confidence in your ability to prioritize on the hop by going what will happen if I don't do this today what will happen if I don't do this today and you make the best decision you can and then you go ahead and you may do that new thing first but here's the thing folks and I, I've gone over time so I need to get out of here for you um, but, but if you can start to do this and, and create a, a list every day and then do this process when you get a request rather than just being pushed around by an emotion of urgent or whoever's screaming the loudest, whoever has called you five times, because that's just urgency. That, that has nothing to do with the consequences of these events. You've got to ask yourself the question, what will happen if I don't do this today, the thing that's already on my list? And what will happen if I don't do this thing where this person's rung me up five times in the last hour yelling about it? That's got nothing to do with importance. That's just urgent. Get good at this and you won't get overwhelmed. You won't get um, stressed. You will have a sense of accomplishment and control over your destiny at the end of the day. And here's the thing, folks. What happens if you did this one day, then another, then another, and then you did it every day for a week? And then maybe you did it every day for a fortnight, and then maybe you did it every day for a month. Do you think at the end of the month 
you might be really good at this. You will be less rattled, less stressed, making better decisions, have better energy, be a much better example for your team members. They will see you just managing stuff and get a tremendous amount of confidence in you as their leader. Like this has got so many good things going for it. I'm glad that person asked this question. I've got about another four or five questions I was meant to answer tonight. Not going to get to it. So. Guys, I hope this was valuable. Steve Nelson has joined us as well, I've just noticed. Good evening. Andrea's here also. Um, I hope this was valuable. If you've got other questions about what I've spoken about tonight, you can send them through Builders in a Circle. You can message me personally on Facebook. If you can find my email address, you can email me. It's not hard to find. It's mick at buildersbusinessblackbelt.com.au. Uh, however you want to get me the questions, I'll uh, do my very best to answer them either in this show or through Builders in a Circle or a reply to your message, whatever. We'll do our best. So I hope that is helpful. Um, what I would ask you to do is figure out another builder or two or five that you know that the messages that you listen to tonight would probably help out. And I want you to help me on my mission to start to change building businesses around this uh, land of ours, this nation of ours, and New Zealand, of course. Um, so, so think of who they might be, and I want you to help me on this mission to, to change building businesses from businesses that suck the life out of people to giving them back life. And I want you to reach out to them personally. And if you have to phone them or if you have to go around with a six-pack and talk to them um, or message them or whatever you need to do, but let them know that Builders in a Circle exists. Let them know that we do these sorts of things on a regular basis. Let them know that there's a lot of very cool people in this group that are prepared to help and help answer questions. I noticed that one of our new members today uh, has just moved to here, wherever here was. I meant to ask where here was, but said... I've just come from Perth to here uh, and is looking for a gig. You know, looks like he's a very skilled person by the photos that he's put in Builders in a Circle and he's looking for a gig. You know, all sorts of cool things like that can happen in this Builders in a Circle. So please reach out and encourage people to come across and join us and help me on my mission to start to change the fortunes of uh, builders all over the country. So I hope that's been valuable. Send me through your questions. Thank you for joining us live. Thank you for the thanks that are coming up in the uh, comments section. And I will talk to you again for another episode of Builders Problem Solved next Wednesday evening, 8 p.m. And uh, I look forward to it. And I'll see you then. Bye for now. <laughs>